I'd like to welcome everyone to the Pete Bean Pete podcast. On this podcast, I'm going to discuss a wide range of mental health issues from depression, anxiety, panic, aggression, eating disorders, and body issues. I'm also going to have guests on to talk about their issues and how they deal with them. Now, I'm not a mental health professional by any means. All I am is a human who's learned to live with his issues, and I've learned to talk about them. So maybe by me talking through how I deal with my issues, it'll help you deal with yours. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Pete Bean Pete Podcast. So I'd like to welcome everybody to this episode of the Pete Bean Pete Podcast. Now, on this episode, we know that Pete talks about, you know, all his issues, depression, anxiety, eating disorders, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but now I've brought someone on. I got my very first guest. Now, I knew that, you know, doing this podcast and the discussing these things, it wasn't going to be easy to have guests, but... I happened to ask a friend and he said yes. So I would like to introduce everybody because uh, as we know, this is not a death metal specific podcast. This is more of a mental health podcast. So if you don't know him or his band, this is David Ingram, the singer of Benediction. How you doing, Dave? All right, mate. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on. This is going to be, uh, this will be interesting. Yeah. I'm talking about this. A, a little bit different, right? So yeah, yeah. let's, uh, let's talk about this. You've battled your demons. Uh, let's talk about what is it, what do you think has affected you the most? Let's say since you've, since you've been a musician and all that, what's really affected you the most as far as like your mental health side of stuff? Um, wow. I think it, it did, it affected my creativity because right. you, you get this, uh, obviously there's the, the, the black cloud that envelops you and it just takes away all your drive to create. Right. Um, and, but then on, on the flip side of that, when there are those brief moments of, uh, energy and, uh, th- that fires through you, that you get, get your, your creative juices flowing, I could, I could write about what, I'd been through for that for that period of time, right? So th- that there was a, a, a flip side to it, but they were very brief, I must say. Yeah, they, they were few and far between. So uh, was depression kind of your biggest issue you had? What happened was uh, it, it was during my tenure with Bolt Thrower. Right. It was actually the reason I left Bolt Thrower because I, I, my my depression and breakdown. Um, what happened in two thousand? My sister committed suicide, and I never really got over it. Right. Um, and there were other things that went on after her death, and um, namely, I went and uh, I shouldn't have done this. I went and viewed her, her, her body. Oh, at the uh, morticians, yeah, uh, yeah, the uh, funeral home, basically. And um, it didn't look like her hmm. because obviously the the face changes in death. Sure, um, I, I can talk about this now. I mean, uh, it's it's not uh, right. Uh, you know, there's no. Uh, qualms or, or sick feelings or whatever, but um, basically, yeah, uh, her face changed in in death, and I, I it did not look like her. So for many years, I, I would dream at night that she was still alive. Oh yeah, and that you know there was always an excuse in the dreams, and it was it, it quite literally drove me mad. I, I had a breakdown. I I, I lost it. Um, so yeah, and. Um, and, and before that, at the actual funeral, when uh, she was cremated, and I was placed—I was the only one who had the strength to, to to do this, the emotional strength—and I really wish I hadn't done it either. Um, was to place her 
casket of ashes in the ground. Oh, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not something I expected to do uh, ever, especially at that age. Sure. So I was what? That was 2000, so I'd have been 20, oh, uh, 39. 39? Oh, I can't remember. Right. Um, but but not yeah, old. Not old, no. Uh, no. Um, yeah. I, I, honestly, I'm terrible at math. Don't. It was 2000, and I'm... <laughs> And I'm, I'm 54 now, so people can do the math themselves. Right. Anyway, um, but I wasn't expecting to do it, to do that. Sure. Um, and it, it, it broke me. And I think it, it was at that moment when I was leaning over the grave, putting her in, that I felt something pop. And I think it was that moment that the, 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 the marbles fell out. Right. And I lost them, you know. And I, okay, I'm joking about it now, but for since that time, right. all the way up to about a year, 18 months ago, right. I suffered severe depression. Yeah. On and off, and um, the uh, it was eighteen months ago. We got really, really bad, and I actually considered taking my own life. And I thought, no, no, I can't do that. So went to the doctor, went on some meds. I was on meds for under a year. Sure. And then this was during the pandemic, so you know, it's not like I had any other. Right. I couldn't do any band work anyway, so I had th- that was sort of less stress. Um, and within that year, um, yeah, uh, I, I, I got over it. I finally got it off my back. I, I kicked the black dog as, as they say. Right. Uh, and, uh, the, 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 the cloud was lifted and it has been ever since there's a, a couple of times I, I start feeling sad and then you, you sort of think, is that depression or is it just a, you know, just some sort of bad mood? And, right. So, but there's so much going on right now, and I do have other issues, like I suffer from a, a, a chronic illness, it's a, a, a pain, I have osteoarthritis, right? and it's quite severe, and it's sort of advancing, um, I can't do too much physical stuff, when I come off stage, I have to sit down, lie down, go to the hotel, um, you know, I, there's, there's, I cannot do anything else for, you know, 20 minutes, half an hour, the pain is just, it's basically, it's like standing under a shower, but it's not water that's hitting you that's running all over you. It's pain. Wow. It's, it's agony. That's the only way to describe it. Um, and I think it's something more than just the osteoarthritis. It's, it, there's something else. So there are other things, but I can't really say until I've got a proper diagnosis. So yeah. I'll wait to see the doctor. Of course. Which I am doing now. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's uh, that can also be uh, uh, triggering for depression. Because as well, and I, I, if you read up on this, um, you can also see that people get depressed with chronic illness. Oh, yes. Especially when it's a, a non-visible one. Yep. Because other people say, well, you don't look ill. Yep. And, yeah. And it, it's the same with uh, mental health. Yes. You don't l- look ill, but you are. Yeah. So. And, and that's the big stigma, I think. And that's why, you know, I really appreciate having you on because, you know, a lot of people in the entertainment business um, you know, it's, it doesn't get discussed, uh, very often in normal society, but especially not in the entertainment side and especially not the music side. And I think if more people came out and talked about it, which I, I get it, it's not easy. You know, I mean, not everybody wants to talk about it. I mean, I'm like yeah. you, I, I have the ability to talk about my issues. Um, it doesn't bother me to talk about my issues and by me talking about my issues, I hope that I can maybe, you know, bring help to someone else. Maybe someone else realizes, oh, well, you know, 
we've heard Pete's podcast. He talks about, you know, about his issues, you know, maybe we need to talk to someone else about, you know, issues. And, you know, the one thing I always tell people on the podcast is, uh, you know, you don't have to be ashamed just because you have a mental health issue or, you know, you have chronic pain or something that people can't see, you know, Mm. you don't have to justify yourself, which is, you know, I mean, I think a big part of our society to begin with is everybody always feels the need to, you know, justify everything, you know, well, I have pain, but you can't see it, you know? And yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's never easy. And so one thing I know a lot of people do, uh, especially when it comes to depression is self-medicate when, before you started with the meds, were you doing a lot of self-medication? Yes. Um, with alcohol. Right. Um, and, but the thing is, I wouldn't say I'm, I was over, shall we say over medicating? (laughs) Right. Um, uh, cause what I would do is like what I do now. Um, I drink beers on a Friday and a Saturday because I don't have work the next day. Right. If ever I'm going to work, I never touch a drop. I am very strict. Um, and the, uh, and as is, has been said, the only time a person can work and drink is when you're a, a performing musician. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's that, for that sure. really is the only time you can, you can, you can, it's acceptable. Right. Um, and also, there's there's the that uh, the old chestnut of the airport beer. Doesn't matter what time of day it is, even if it's seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I mean, I do that as well. But uh, yeah, so I was I was self medicating in, in that way, right. but I wasn't overdoing it. But and I think now I look forward to the the weekend uh, with you know my weekend beers. Right. I look forward. Um, in a different way than I did before. Before I'd look forward to it because I know I'd be happy again. Now I look forward to it because I I, I have fun. It's sure. Not just to make, just just to cheer me up. Of course. I actually have fun. Like, so. Yeah. So uh, you actually got real help from a doctor, and you actually started doing you know the real med- medications and stuff. How did that yeah. How did that help you? Because I mean, I can only speak from. I can tell you my story. I. Uh, went through uh, several different antidepressants to the point that um, I basically gave up on them because I took one that after two weeks, I literally woke up one morning and uh, felt like I wanted to rip all the skin off my body. And that was the strangest sensation I've ever had in my entire life that literally I wanted to just rip all the flesh off my body. And I was like, nope. And from that point on, everything, a kind of uh, a light switch went off in my head and things just kind of changed for me. But I also realized that I was, I'm the lucky one. I was able to, through therapy and other help, not get on, you know, the pills. But I know they help a massive portion of society. So how did they help oh, you? Yeah. Uh, in truth, I don't know. <laughs> that's cool. Um, no, I mean, that, uh, that's honest. Yeah, I, I don't know, and I, I I don't know how. The I mean, I, I could have looked it up. I could have, you know, no, uh, gone to a the, sure. the website and asked how do the, these pills help depression? How do they fight it? And I'm I'm sure that it, it's the production of certain uh, serotonin and melatonin. Yeah, yeah, it's those the, uh, the the production of those, and it balances them. Um, you know, uh, whichever's, you know, needed more or less. Right. And, um, that, that's pretty much what it is. But I also think for me, at least, um, my doctor could have prescribed me 
uh, placebos. Sure. And I, and I would have popped those. They could have been, you know, vitamin C um, and or, or just sugar tablets or something. Right. Or Tic Tacs, for God's right. sake. Um, you know, and I, I would have taken them and I would have thought, oh, uh, you know, uh, it's that, that positive effect. And I think being, having a positive outlook, if you can have one, if you can just try and start. And I know this is the horrible thing that, hey, try and be more positive. Right. I, I, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. Um, but I think that with that sort of placebo effect, sure. it's that, it, it's going to, uh, it, it helped me. Right. Knowing that I, I'd taken a step towards getting healthier mentally, that uh, it, it was that positive effect on me as well as the actual medication. Sure. Now, did you get the, did you have any fogginess to what you would do? Cause that was, that was another issue I had was always this fogginess. When I, when I was doing antidepressants, I was very foggy. Did you have any of those kind of issues when you were taking the antidepressants or was it, was it, did you have no side effects? Uh, there was a few side effects like, uh, uh my hair thinned. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, that that was kind of worrying because it was towards the end. I'd been taking them for almost a year, right. and I started noticing how much hair was coming out when I was brushing. And I looked it up, and it said like, uh, "Yeah, it's a side effect." And I yes. didn't want to stop them. I did not want to stop taking them just because of that, you know. Right. Because like, it also says that it would grow back afterwards. So, um, so you I, took your I, chances. I took my chances, and I, it was another three, three, four months, and uh, then then you sort of gradually come down off them. You don't stop immediately, right? Of course, yeah. You uh, you gradually come down. And I I did that, and I, I did the whole steps with along with my doctor, and yeah. Um, so that was the one side effect: fogginess, no, or, or headaches. Oh wow! I've never had any. Um, there was a little occasional dizziness right but I, I get that now anyway if you yes. sort of crouch down yeah because there's like you know when i go to a record store and i'm going through the vinyl that's in a box on the floor sure then i stand up and suddenly i'm like whoa yeah and you know your head spins and it's the i don't know if it's the blood rushing into your legs or out of your brain or whatever it is um that occasionally i get that a lot it's because we're getting old dave yeah yeah i get that now but back then yeah yeah, yeah. No, but the, besides that, no, there, there really wasn't that, that terrible. There weren't any terrible side effects for me. Well, that's cool. I mean, and, and that's great. And, you know, I always tell people uh, on the podcast, I say, look, it, read, you know, the side effects, know what could possibly happen to you because, you know, uh, what a lot of people don't realize is when you start reading, uh, like it's 95% of the antidepressants, one of the major side effects is suicidal thoughts which is that's right. Yeah, absolutely insane. When you think about that, you're, you know, you're giving this people, these pills to take it, you know, because you're depressed, you know, and one of the side effects is, oh, well, you know, the suicidal thoughts. So I tell mm. people all the time, you know, they need to, they need to read what it is they're taking. Yeah, absolutely. So now moving through, so did you do any therapy? Did you do any, any, any therapy or was it all, uh, was it all just the, the, the pills this time around? It was all the pills. Uh, and, uh, I think two chats with my doctor, right? Like first, first was when I was starting the pills and she would ask a, a, a whole heap of questions. Uh, I'm guessing to gauge the, the type of pills, uh, the, the actual, uh, medication itself and the amount so right. she was asking me a bunch of questions and then when i was coming off them she was she was asking me questions how do you feel now on a scale of one to ten about this and this and blah blah so yeah uh, that that was it that was basically the 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 therapy 
therapy, quote unquote, this time. Um, but back in 2003, 2004, yeah, I, I actually went in for, for therapy. Um, I was in a band at the time called Downlord, and um, I wrote a song in there called Hate Brace. Okay. And, um, the the it, it was basically what I, I called my um, therapist. I called him my brace against hate because I just felt so angry all the time. Right. Um, and uh, he sort of trained me out of that. And th- there were some other things as well, but th- they're not really for this podcast, but I'll, I'll, I'll have a chat with you a little afterwards. Gotcha. So. But um, yeah, there was uh, that was a therapy thing that I did, and it, I think oh, but yeah, because over here you get ten sessions for free, right? And then I think the next few sessions you you pay a certain amount uh, if you want more, right? Um, and I think I only did about eight of the uh, of them, and um, was I began feeling a little better, but I knew that it was this was never going to go away. This was going to be hang over me for I thought for the rest of my life, right? Uh, but I've I've managed to kick it, so and, that, and that's me you know, feeling very relieved. Well, that's awesome, and I mean that's great. And, you know, I tell people all the time. You know, therapy is for it, it's good for different people, and it's not good for everybody. You know, I'm right. I happen to be one of the lucky people that I can talk about my issues. I can talk about everything. I don't have you know I don't keep anything bottled up inside, which annoys the hell out of some people because they're like, why does he keep talking about his problems? <laughs> but yeah. you know, talking is a way of getting it out. And the thing is, a lot of people go to therapists or therapy because they can't talk about stuff, you know. Yeah. And you know, it, it it's 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 something different for everybody. And that's you know the one thing is you know I hope people get from this podcast is you know. Try whatever, you know, never give up. You know, there is there is a million different ways of looking at anything when it comes to these different therapies, whether it's taking pills, whether it's this or that. And for anything, you know, it's you got to try something until you find something that works for you, which obviously you did. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It, it's. Uh, I know for some people it is difficult to, to talk. Right. About it. It's, it's And it's difficult to go to a therapist it was for me to go but once i was there i could see the help that i would i i I was gonna get right and how i felt after just the first talk um and also again this time around when when i went to the doctor and said look i'm feeling depressed just talking and and saying yep we're gonna put you on these pills um and just that was some of the weight left me sure you know it, it came off my shoulders so uh I mean, there are many avenues to, to take, and I would say to anyone who's suffering, try an avenue. Yeah. Uh, try, try going down one. Yeah. So yeah. Let, I want to, real quick, because you are, you, are, you are kind of special, and I can, we can discuss this. How does, do you think that getting up on stage in front of bigger crowds do you think that has a positive effect on you? Do you think that helps boost you in any way? Because, you know, I, I know some people have a hard time dealing with it. And some people say that, you know, they get up there because it gives them that jolt and, you know, it makes them feel better about stuff. Do you, does it have either a positive or negative effect on you? Uh, well, uh, on the, the, the mental side, it's positive. Yes. You know, I get up there and I can show off. I can be goofy. I can, you know, um, you know, uh, tell a joke or if, if necessary and, uh, yeah, laugh off a mistake right, or something like that. Yeah. And I just get to, to goof around on stage and also perform and entertain people in, sure. in, in the way for, with, with the music, 
You know, it, it's not not a pantomime. It, no. It's actually a, a gig. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. Even though we, we even though we, we you know we we have a, a great time uh, and a fun time. Um, but but yeah, uh, when it it sort of hits me when I'm getting off stage, right? And because this is the physical side of it, because of my uh, the the osteoarthritis, right? And I have to sit down, and I have to or lie down, or get back to the hotel and just you know sleep. Um, it can be very painful, but it, it's uh, it doesn't stop me. Sure, right? uh, it, it, it's not going to stop me from walking out on stage. You know, I'll uh, I'll, I'll still want to go out and do it because um, right now I can. Maybe in in six seven years. I'm gonna maybe I'm gonna be in a wheelchair. I don't know. I don't know how this is gonna progress. Right. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm gonna be bedridden. Sure. Uh, this because you know it, it, uh, my my mom had this. Right. Uh, it, it's it's hereditary. So uh, yeah, thanks, mom. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, but but it might, she had it a lot worse. Right. When she was my age, when she was uh, 54, she was already in a wheelchair. She was already walking with. Um, two canes when she could walk on those days that she had, she was good enough to walk. Sure. Um, so uh, yeah, it, it it's like I'm not doing as bad as she she is. So while I'm still mobile, I'm doing all this. I'm getting out there. I'll I'll do the gigs. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome. But uh, I mean, I, I I don't think I've got some appointments with specialists coming up, and and I'm I'm gonna be asking like, what what should I what should I do to avoid. Um, being in a wheelchair in six years, five, six years, whatever. Of course. And, uh, and we'll take their advice on board and obviously, yeah, we'll think about it and see what they say and uh, make some decisions then. But for the time being, yeah, uh, it, it's still all systems go. That's awesome. So I am going to wrap, wrap up everything because we don't do these too long. We only do like 20 right. minutes. So I... I want to say thanks, you know, from the bottom of my heart, you are awesome. I appreciate you coming on, talking about everything and uh, being so open with us and the listeners. Oh, well, thank you for having me on, mate. Uh, th this is an issue that it needs addressing and it needs uh, more of a voice uh, as, and especially within the, the, the music yeah. genre, the entertainment business, and as even more especially within the metal one because yeah. uh, the, the, the sort of Men can't be ill. That whole macho thing. Of course, of course, men, everyone can be ill. Yep. Whether it's physical or mental, and it, it, it does need address, and it, it needs more of a voice. Um, and I'm I'm proud to uh, to talk about it. I have no problem, no qualms talking about this. So. And why don't you tell people real quick if they're interested and they don't know who you are or Benediction or that? Where can they go and find you with your socials? Right. Well, I'm only on Facebook and oh, that's uh, right. Instagram. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I I gave up on Twitter or X or whatever. It's <laughs> whatever called it's now. called now. Yeah. Whatever it's going to be this week. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Facebook um, Metal Breakfast Ingram is the Facebook.com slash Metal Breakfast Ingram. That's my profile. Or just uh, uh, search for David Ingram, and there's some sort of hairy grubby looking guy with long hair and a microphone will show up in the picture um that that's me and um yeah and on instagram it's uh, reverend david ingram there you go so anyway dave i appreciate your time and as always i say people be good to each other be good to yourself and if you need help ask for help absolutely